Welcome back to the Literary Ladies Podcast. Today we are doing our first discussion of Jane Eyre, uh, chapters 1 through 6. Excuse the noise in the background. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about the multiple themes and how they all connect to each other. So looking at power and control, Miss Reed has a lot of control over um, Jane's like mental state and how she like thinks and processes. So um, right after she gets sick from like crying and being scared at night because of Miss Reed's control, um, she gets separated from everybody and she says, since my illness she has drawn a more marked line of separation than ever between me and her own children, appointing me a small closet to sleep in by myself, condemning me to take meals alone. So basically she separated her completely from Miss Reed's children so that she kind of like suppresses like her passion and like her voice and everything so she can't put like an impression on her on her children so she's kind of like making Jane feel that anything she feels that can't be shared with anyone else it's really like messing with her mental state and then um, right before she's about to leave to go to school she comes in before she's about to leave and says to her that she need not disturb her in the morning or invite her cousins and told her to remember that she's always been her best friend and to speak of her and to be grateful of her accordingly. So basically, like, again, like, controlling her, like, I did so much for you. You should be proud that I did this for you. You shouldn't tell anyone, like, any of the news. And kind of, like, kind of controlling her to not speak any truth to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when we do get to the school, we see how they kind of have power over the girls. And especially with the girl, um, Helen, who um, is beaten pretty much publicly in front of everybody. I think we were just going to talk about it generally. So as far as like being controlled at um, Yeah, so they beat them. They, yeah, they beat them. There's the public humiliation. There's the ranking yeah, so um, like, in class. So like if you're not smart enough, you know, you get put at the bottom, which is, again, like an embarrassment. There's also, um, you know, they're criticized about their appearance. Miss Scratcher says that she looks dirty and disagreeable because she didn't clean her nails. She makes um, the point that you poke your chin out on this unpleasantly to draw it in, that she needs to hold her head up. So it's just... And this, girls, is really but, and this is in front of everybody. Yeah, too. I mean, like them not cleaning themselves so it seems to not be like their problem. Like it falls back on like Mr. Brocklehurst and how the money that they're given isn't being used for stuff that the water's frozen. Mm-hmm. So like obviously, yeah. they're not helping them in any way. Yeah, and the ranking of everyone is like it's done in fair way. So like you feel lower than everyone. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of controlling you yeah. to try to do better to be better than other people. But also, if you're on the top, then you're you have, like, this mental state of, like, oh, I'm better than everyone. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then there's the fear of, you know, not dropping down. Yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. don't want to fall from that place. They say they can be very submissive to their control. And yeah. all of this, like, power and control leads to a lot of, like, angry outbursts filled with passion. Mm-hmm. Um, her Jane's first angry, like, passionate outburst happens on page 16 
and it's after John hits her with the book that she was reading because she like had no like business reading a book and she says wicked and cruel boy I said you were like a murderer you were like a slave driver you were like the Roman emperors so she's like you're just as bad as like murderers and slave drivers like she talks about how like he's just very cruel to her and then on page at the bottom of page 41 she has an outburst towards mrs reed um finally she just like confronts her about how she feels about her and she says how dare i mrs reed how dare i because it is the truth you think i have no feelings and that i can do without one bit of love or kindness but i cannot live so and you have no pity i shall remember how you thrust me back roughly and violently thrust me back into the red room and locked me up there to my dying day though i was in agony though i cried out while suffering with distress have mercy have mercy on me so she's like you've done all this stuff to me and um she yeah she's just like I'm like gonna get revenge on you pretty much yeah. like and she's well, like I mean, even done. John is passionate about like he's the master mm -hmm. it's like yeah looking not at Jane because he like told Jane he was like you call me master Reed like yeah I'm the owner of this house yeah I he's, run this and he's only 14 years old like yeah so he's got passion mm -hmm. like on all sides of the characters too yeah mm -hmm. and then along with this like passion there's a lot of reasoning afterwards um Especially with religion, but one example of reasoning with Jane, um, she says something of vengeance I had tasted for the first time is aromatic wine, it seemed, on swallowing warm and racy. Its afterflavor metallic and corroding gave me a sensation as if I had been poisoned. So she kind of knows that, you know, like in the moment she felt like it was the right thing to do, but afterwards her senses come back and she does feel kind of regretful, yeah, does feel kind of bad about it. And, um, it's kind of repetitive. Yeah. It happens, like, every time. She's like, mm, probably shouldn't have said that, but it's mm -hmm. also... And then she keeps trying to justify herself. Yeah. yeah. And so, other than that example of reasoning, there's a lot of reasoning with religion and how religion is, you know, going to be used either to... Control. Yeah, control your passion. Okay. Um, example of this is when Mr. Brocklehurst is, I guess, interviewing her before she's allowed to go to school. And she says, um, deceit is indeed a sad fall in a child, said Mr. Brocklehurst. It is an, akin to falsehood, and all liars have their portion in the lake burning with fire and brimstone. So he's using, you know, hell and the, yeah, as like punishment. You know, if you're not a good child, if you're going to be deceitful and uh, full of malice, then you're going to go to hell. And it's kind of ironic that he uses the lake with burning fire because it's not, like even, not in the, even in the Bible. It's paradise lost. It's not even in the Bible. Like, yeah. He actually read the Bible and he's going to punish somebody. Yeah. And well, so he also like punishes her for not reading the Psalms yeah. too. Yeah. Even says, though he probably didn't read them either. Probably <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, he talks about how humility is a Christian grace and how, you know. Yeah. And so that's the kind of the more negative reasoning used in religion. Doesn't he say he's like passionate about consistency too? That's Miss Reed, I think, right? And then he like backs it up. Yeah. He's like, I'm consistent. Like all my girls wear the same thing. So he's very passionate about religion being the focus and controlling the them to yeah. look the same. Yeah. So he's like tying passion, religion, control yeah. all together too. And so that's like religion trying to be used as, you know, reasoning not to do something. And then Helen, on the other hand, uses um, Christianity and religion as a reason for, like, being forgiving 
Like a guide. Yeah. And yeah. she says, read the new, she says to Jane, read the New Testament and observe what Christ says and how he acts. Make his word your rule and his conduct your example. And then goes on to say, would you not be happier if you tried to forget her severity together with the passionate emotions it excited? So she's basically saying, you know, be more like a Christian and mm-hmm. forgive and forget and still wish good onto those who do bad. And this is all just religion as uses reasoning and control and also she kind of like when she says like read the new testament it's kind of like telling her like channel her passion into like learning and finding reasoning behind stuff yeah mm-hmm. so. so it's like a cycle that never ends <laughs> yeah just like, all oh, just connects to one power control leads to passion <laughs> passion leads to reasoning the reasoning is religion yeah religion, religion is goes control. back to control <laughs> yeah they're just using religion to control you it's, it's never crazy. ending <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So thank you for listening and we'll see you guys, I guess, on the next podcast.